Yeah, Yes, an audio serial, written and read by Daniel Cotier. This story contains adult themes, coarse language, themes of suicide and self-harm. If the contents of this story are triggering for you or anyone you know, I ask you to please call Lifeline on 131114. If you are listening outside Australia, you can find contact numbers for mental health support services on our social media pages. These are found at Yeah Yes Audio Serial on Facebook and Instagram and Yeah Yes Serial on Twitter. Chapter 22, Friday, 22nd of September, 2017. Hi, Mum. I'm sorry that I haven't been in touch since you helped me move out of my house. I just wanted to let you know that I'm safe. I was very embarrassed and not coping with the situation and I took it out on you. I don't appreciate it when you make me feel useless. I will try and be more open and tell you things if you will try and be less demanding when things don't go right. Thanks, Banjo. I think you need to fix that last question. I look up from my phone. Why? You can't control her actions as part of a trade. This text is about being vulnerable with her. So you can ask her to be more supportive when things don't go right, but you can't offer her a quid pro quo. I hate vulnerability. But so far it's working, so I swallow my pride and amend it. Kelly nods at me. Ready to hit send? The phone is suddenly very heavy. Kelly thinks hitting send is all it will take to try and set this boundary, but Kelly doesn't know her. Once mum gets confirmation that this is my weakness, she'll dig down and down until she finds the source, then invite the world to come and look at it. This is setting me up to be obliterated. Once mum finds a crack, she'll dig down and down until she finds the source of the weakness and then hold it up for the world to come and see. This is setting me up to be obliterated. No. What's stopping you? I don't want her to think I'm stupid. She'll probably just ignore it completely. You can't control what she does. You can only control what you do. I try not to roll my eyes, but I fail. I can hear the birds in the nest, chirping away and moving twigs about. She's going to hate it. Kelly adjusts her blazer. Why? She just will. She can dish criticism, but she can't take it. I reckon that's why she quit nursing. All the doctors were too critical. She's going to think I'm weak and needy and that I need to be more independent and fix my attitude instead of moping all the time. Kelly fiddles with her opal pendant. Are these assumptions based on the times you were depressed at the end of high school? Yes. How was she feeling then? I meet Kelly's eyes. She's got the face on that she does when she's about to lob a truth bomb. What do you mean? You said that she was critical and asking you to be more independent. At that stage, what was happening in her life? I pull the cushion onto my lap. Nothing. Nothing, like always. She's never had anything out of the ordinary. Cleaning at work all day, then curves classes Tuesday and Thursday night, then the pub Friday nights for the raffles. That's how she's always been. I don't like where this is headed. Kelly squared herself up in her chair. I can feel my hair standing. Was that during the time that your grandfather was living with you? 
Yes. And he moved in after your grandmother died? Yes. And he was an angry person who drank too much and was unpleasant to live with? Yes. I can see the crash coming, but I can't work out how to avoid it. Would you say at that stage your mother was grieving? Yes. And adjusting to a new lifestyle with your elderly grandfather moving in? Yes. Kelly shifts in her chair and I can't meet her eyes anymore. On your referral form, it said that your family suffered from depressive episodes. Based on all of the circumstances of that time, do you think your mother may have been going through one at that stage? A tiny tear rolls off my face and falls onto the pillow. Yeah? What if she was doing her best at the time? I latch onto the little rock of anger that lives in my stomach to stop any more tears. Then it wasn't very good. Are you doing your best right now? The rock is slipping out of my grip. Yes. Do you think that it's very good? It's getting there. Another bloody cup of water lands on the table in front of me. Fuck, no more avoiding it. I feel a rivulet of snot dislodge from the top of my nose and start to roll down. Your mother was doing her best. It sounds to me like she didn't have the resources and language to express that to you, but she was trying to keep her family afloat. A fat tear rolls out of my eye. So you're saying I'm selfish for not saying that mum has feelings. Those aren't the words I'd use. I'm saying that watching you in that chair over the last few weeks, I've seen you grow more accountable for your actions and more empathetic towards people, and I think it's time to extend an olive branch to the person who brought you into the world. The sobs have worked their way down to my chest now, heaving away in there. So... Kelly picks the phone up off the table. Do you need to make any changes? I fix the last two lines. Hi, Mum. I'm sorry I haven't been in touch since you helped me move out of the house. I wanted to let you know that I'm safe. I was very embarrassed and not coping with the situation, and I took it out on you. I don't appreciate it when you tell me that I'm useless. I'm working to be more open and to tell you things. I hope that you can be more supportive when I do. I love you and I'm sorry. Banjo. Yeah Yes is written, read, produced and directed by Daniel Cotier. Music, editing and sound engineering is by Nathan Barraclough. If you have any queries or concerns, you can contact us at yayesaudioserial at gmail.com. Tune in next week for the continuing adventures of Banjo Mitchell. Thanks for listening.